0: Mike's Daily Podcast. Welcome to Mike's Daily Podcast! I'm Steve Carell! No, I'm not a Mike. It's episode 2007 Mike's Daily Podcast. 38, 2730, 2738. It's Mike Matthews. Is this year over yet? My gosh, it's taking forever. Please, I bet I will not make it to the end of the year. Oh, I shouldn't say that. That's negative. We gotta live life, everybody. And you should live a good life. Hopefully that's what's going on with you. Welcome to the show. Mike's called- Daily podcast. I would like to say at this point, it is so annoying when nobody Mike's reads Daily. my emails. Podcast at work. Yeah I'm emailing people asking them questions. I wait, I wait. I wait. No one answers the question. Send it out to several people. CC everybody. Nobody answers it. Everybody's purposefully purpose on purpose ignoring my emails. I go to call people nobody answers their phones what is this saying about me i don't know but i have a feeling this is something that's being done perpetrated on workers everywhere in our world i mean and i even i come into the office i'm not one of y'all that work from home i have to come into the office with my job i have to do things and i get more done when i'm physically at the job in the office doing things calling people when i call from my office phone Things tend to get done because I've got the company's name when I call out on the ID. But if I call on my cell phone, nobody answers. Nobody replies. But this is just getting so frustrating. I've even gotten to the point this year. I increased the size of my font. Yes. I know there's a bad joke there somewhere, but I am telling you. I made the letter size bigger in hopes that the people with the bad vision. Are not unlike. And here's today's podcast picture. Not unlike myself. My eyes are not doing so well these days. But. <sighs> it still doesn't help. I could make the, the letters as big as you can put them on the email page. But it still wouldn't work. Actually, at some point. I already. <laughs> <laughs> when people open their email They just see one big letter The first letter of whatever it was M Oh, Mike must be emailing me Don't know what he's emailing me about But I know it's him Because it's the letter M Yes, the podcast picture is of Jack London Square And a beautiful view Beautiful day <coughs> I took a picture You can see that picture At Mike's Mike'sDailyPodcast.com And And Oh, speaking just as I said that, and the late great Basil the Boxer was saying hello. I heard back from the people that were looking at my eyes a couple weeks back and telling me, "Hey, you need to use progressive lenses because your distance can be improved, your up close can be improved, your computer reading can be improved, and all this." I don't know if I'm ready for progressive. Lenses. That just is all kinds of that's like and I get seasick just watching a show about people on boats, so but that is the interesting story there. Okay. What else? I strongly suggest you go back and listen to the last podcast. F episode two thousand seven hundred thirty seven it was entitled language and my lovely lady friend was on it and we had a wonderful time chit chatting away and I think you would probably find it interesting we talked about love language so you can see that or go to that through Mike's daily podcast and all oh, this is so scary. Oh, we're well, first off, it's scary because we're at Cafe Anyway, somewhere in PodCastro Valleymont, the last place on Earth. All these wonderful people here. Oh, a plethora of great people. They don't have the best fashion sense, most of them, but hey, they're hanging out with me, so there you go. I would say a lot of people need to go after reading this. This from the Daily Mail. One in five young Americans has a positive view of Osama bin Laden. Yes, the 9-11 mastermind and Al-Qaeda founder. The alarming survey also found three in 10 Gen Z voters, three in 10 believe the views of the anti-Semitic terrorist leader who slaughtered thousands of innocent people, that they were a force for good, Wow. Family members of 9-11 victims said that these findings are horrifying and proof of a startling trend suggesting some in the younger generation are growing sympathetic to terrorists. Wow. Does that mean... So, I know there were some folk... When I was young The punk rockers And they had the anarchy thing going on Anarchy! I don't even know what that means But I love it! Or is this far worse? Because of social media And people By the way Social media You young people out there That are listening And if you're younger than me That includes a bunch of you But you know Social media made a bunch of money off of you Really by advertising things That you have probably ended up finding Were completely useless things And you were like Why did I buy that I used to have a segment on the show called Why the heck did I Yelp that Because I, I found myself Writing on Yelp reviews Constantly when, when the app first came out I thought oh this is cool And this is before it was even an app It was just a website and I go on the website and go, well, this is what I thought of this coffee place. I did not like that one person that told me that I could not have extra whipped cream. How dare they? I want whipped cream all the time. Now, that's legit. And they, they you know, they posted it. And I'm like, oh, this is great. I feel like I have a voice. And this was low only, what? Uh, let's see, 13 years ago? Not that long ago. As we go outside a cafe anyway, where we bring you Mike's Daily Podcast, somewhere in Podcast Grove Valley, Mont, the last place on earth, and leave all the well-dressed folk. Anyway.
1: Good, Good morning, morning, Mr. Matthews.
0: You can give, well, the wrong voices are being, and this was, if you go back to my very first podcast, which I don't think you can, because it was called The Messy Desk. You ready? And I don't know if it's anywhere on the internet. But this is all the way back to 2008, and I posted, I, I did a podcast, and I discussed how, oh, I'm doing a podcast. This is wonderful. Giving voices to people other than Rush Limbaugh. This is wonderful, because all you heard on radio were Rush Limbaugh and the guy that I knew back at UCSB, Sean Hannity, who I ended up working at the radio station he worked at, that actually launched him we worked at kcsb together in santa barbara and then he went to a station out in huntsville alabama and then something like 20 years later i ended up at that same station but whereas he got propelled to stardom i ended up not going i got out of radio for a while after (laughs) working in huntsville alabama it demoralized me something fierce but that's the thing you gotta just dust yourself off and keep going right well the point is that I was so happy that other people were finally getting a chance to have a voice and be heard and you know Joe Rogan yes he's he was known before his podcast on the Fear Factor show I hated that show but he got popular on that and he did some stand up and he was known for that he did the man show for a while but when he started doing his podcast He got more popular than he had ever thought he could be And he's the most popular podcaster So there's a voice that I don't know if he would have gotten as popular on radio But he did really well for himself So People are There There are some there. Are pe- people are following Really b- bizarre Thought processes And What they don't understand is that's going to end Badly Beliefs like that All they have to do is You lose somebody Close to them To a terrorist And they'll go oh maybe that wasn't such good thinking Thinking terrorists were cool It's just common sense They're not cool They're, They're horrible They're did I just say terrorists are horrible and say the most obvious thing in the world? Yes, but to some it's not obvious. Oh, wow, that's wild. wild. Bin Laden orchestrated the 2001 hijackings that killed almost 3,000 people and injured thousands at the World Trade Center, the Pentagon, and in Shinksville, Pennsylvania. My lovely lady friend was actually in New York when that happened, 9-11. And she ducked into an entryway to a building. is actually like a deli. So that they could, she and this lady, this random lady walking by, they had to duck in there because the dust was coming down. It was blowing up through the streets because one of the buildings had collapsed. I don't know about you, but I don't want that ever to happen again. So this is very unnerving to me, and this is why I share it with you. Uh, Daily Wire says In October A survey conducted by It's called Signal That's the name of the company That did the study Showed that a majority Of Muslim Americans Believe Hamas was justified In its terrorist attack Against Israel While most Muslim Americans Defended Hamas actions On October 7th 75% of all Americans Condemned Hamas For attacking Israel And murdering around 1,200 people 75 percent it's bison bentley's do you know that hey this is bison bentley and mike matthews has a couple of stories that'll make you want to ask yourself do you know that there is a now gender neutral toy section for children and california has mandated it this according to fox news california stores with more than 500 employees will soon be fined for not having a gender neutral toy section Once a new state law kicks in, well, next week. The bill signed in 2021, yes, three years ago by, two years ago, by Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom will force stores that sell childcare items or toys to pay a $500 fine should the store fail to create a gender-neutral toy section for kids 12 years old and under. A childcare item... Means any product. This is according to legislation text Means any product designed or intended by the manufacturer To facilitate sleep, relaxation, or the feeding of children Or to help children with sucking or teething Traditional boys and girls sections won't be outlawed But a gender neutral section must also be created Burger master Hmm that's interesting A <laughs> gender neutral Does that mean it can't be pink or blue? Because that was it Oh, I have a boy I'm going to put the in the what, what was the thing that was bl- the, the Well, anyway They can't wear pink It has to be all blue And if it's a little girl They have to wear all, all pink But now It's gender neutral Is that Is that too I don't know. It's seen, you know, this this state is trying every, every possible way to get money out of us. Every possible... I don't even know how you run a business in this state. Because Gavin is getting money from you one way or another. Taxes, fines. I'm glad I don't own a business because... Tr- all the expenses. So, that is... Let's see. Oh, the big news that just happened a little while ago in Maine... Um, they have taken Trump off the ballot. So now that is two states. How's it going to go for Biden? Is he going to get taken off? It, it just seems like it's going to be tit for tat. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> don't, don't try to game me. No. <laughs> it ain't work. From just the news, Los Angeles Police Department's <gasps> Oversight Committee approved new guidelines allowing illegal immigrant police officers to be armed at all times. Last year, California passed a law allowing those authorized to work under President Barack Obama's Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals executive order for those who entered the country illegally as minors to become police officers. LAPD graduated its first DACA, the DREAM Act, recipient earlier this year and is set to graduate a class of nine daca recipients in the spring of 2024 thus making the question of whether or not daca recipients should carry their firearms off duty a matter of serious debate under state and federal law illegal immigrants are prohibited from having firearms however daca recipients are allowed to carry firearms in the course of their law enforcement duties The Los Angeles Police, uh, the Board of Police Commissioners, unanimously approved a policy outlined detailing how DACA recipients can carry their firearms off the job based on the fact that a police officer is effectively on duty 24-7. Until LAPD officially adopts a policy in full and not just an outline, DACA recipients will not be able to carry their firearms off duty. DACA the deferred action for childhood arrivals nope to self. there's that debate going on are people that are deferred action for childhood arrivals really citizens or not are they here illegally i was here i am here because my mom came to america and my mom was oh total trump supporter basically hated any immigrants that came into the United States illegally. That's enough. Put down the mic. And though she did come into the United States legally, she never fully became a citizen of the United States, which was kind of questionable. She had to get the green card replaced every couple of years. But I don't know. I don't think all DACA people are terrorists, hate this country sounds like they want to stay in this country and make something of themselves and defend us in the process you might disagree you might be no 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 just because they were born here or they came in here with the that they they were here because the 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 parents came here but they're not really legal and all this stuff the pam bomb files It's up to you on this. That's why we call it a controversial subject. So that's about it. I didn't want to get too far into all that, but I did. And I hope you find it interesting that that's what's going on in the world today and what's going on around you. But I'm not here to scare you like a lot of people on the right are. And maybe even some people on the left, particularly NPR, they want to scare you. I don't think it's as bad as either extreme would like you to believe, but just be aware. And don't don't be afraid to talk to somebody and have a discussion with someone that you know from the outset that you completely disagree with because... You are going to learn something, they are going to learn something, hopefully. But neither one of you is gonna learn anything if you're shouting at each other. I can't believe what the hell is this place anyway? Because then everyone's talking, no one's listening. Okay, you know what I'm saying. We're outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valley Mont, the last place on earth. Look who's here. Hello, my command, it's Madoruda Vega. Where's your lovely lady friend? Ooh. She is not here today. Sorry. You have to go to the last podcast to hear her. Do you like do you like the, uh, my lovely lady friend's voice? Yes. Do you like these stories I say? Yes. Do you like it when I say the word outset? No. Oh. I tried to pronounce that word so well. Pronounce it with the, with the, with the perfect pronunciation. But, hey, I try. Look who else is here. Hello, Dave Mike. This is Valentino, the banking attendant. And this is Bison Bentley mike we heard that you were going through a bunch of cassette tapes recently they- yeah cassettes do you know what i did i found an air check me on the radio from 30 33 years ago 1990, 91, 92, somewhere in there. Oh, my gosh. Mike Matthew? You not know Mike Matthew. I I? have such a love for the music that came out in 90, 91, and 92. I'm hearing these songs, all different types. It was just before all the flannel got popular. Really? Eminem. Eminem. (laughs) some Some of the hip hop got really, and the rap got really, like they had to start bleeping everything. But there, it was just before everything went different, really different fast. And, it, it's, it, you know, and I, I, I like music from both of those styles, from both of those worlds, both of those formats, but still, it's an interesting time in the early, early 90s, late 80s. And I'm talking, let's see, who are some of the bands that I heard in this? T- well, Phil Collins was still popular. He had his Something Happened on the Way to Heaven song, which has a great drum track on it and horns. Wilson Phillips came out then. Oh, there was... Who else did I hear? Uh, Jude Cole. I talked about him recently and about how he discovered the band Lifehouse. There was... Oh, what the heck? I guess Janet Jackson was huge. All these songs I was singing them last night I, I was Oh I remember that one But yet Oh Concrete Blonde Joey I'm sorry Yeah does anyone remember that song? That was a great one too And The Cure Depeche Mode this is such a Interesting swath Of music And I was talking to my lovely lady friend about it And she said Yeah There were a lot of ballads back then Weren't there? With your Michael Bolton and Whitney Houston I said oh Yeah Lots of that on the radio. Kenny G. Kenny G and Michael Bolton did a song called Missing You Now. So yeah, that that part maybe wasn't the best, but still you had Michael Jackson coming out with black and white. Yeah. It was an interesting time. Go back and listen to some of that music. But if you'd like to comment about anything we covered today, here's the phone number. Call Mike at the Cafe Anyway hotline. Area code 510-228 four six four zero and with more ways to reach me it's a frame oh have have you ever heard i i I mean i watch so much british television right now we're watching the last detective which features peter davidson who was one of the doctor who's he was a doctor who in the 80s the younger one blonde guy with a cricket suit on don't they all have cricket suits on mike i don't know no, they don't. But he had a little piece of broccoli on his lapel for some reason. But he he was in a uh, TV show about 20 years ago called The Last Detective. And it's pretty interesting. It, each episode is about the length of a movie. And they have the ministry content. The ministry. Hi. I work in radio that has a lot of ministries on it. <laughs> Two of the stations I work for has ministries that do sermons on the radio. That's my side job. If you want to find out more about that, you can call me at that number you heard earlier. But still, the mysteries, the mysteries all get solved at the end. And I I love that as compared to these TV shows where the mystery gets strung out, stretched out over six, seven episodes. It's like, come on, get to the end of this. We know, all right. And you know, there's just so much filler to keep it going when they could just solve it like that. So this one, The Last Detective with Peter Davidson, they, every mystery is solved within the, I guess it's about an hour long show, hour and a half. It's pretty good. Like Midsummer Murders, Vera, they wrap it all up at the end. Anyway, cafe anyway. I love how British people say the word and, they don't say and, they say and. It's like a hard bite, and, and even in singing, I love that hard, and, 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 that's what they say. And that's the end of the show. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at Podcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.